Hi, change agents, and welcome to season two of Mission Impact Series. Mission Impact Series is a podcast that helps your company find the breadth of opportunities in every moment to create impact with two of the wittiest, smartest, and most innovative people in social good, Tracy V. Allen and Ty Boone. This podcast is perfect for businesses and organizations of all types, and our lineup of topics discussed through strategic storytelling will keep you interested in coming back for more. Welcome to the Change Agents Podcast with your host, Tracy V. Allen, social enterprise and small business funding strategist and the owner of TVA Consulting Group. The Change Agents Podcast is about empowering change agents, social entrepreneurs, social enterprises, and nonprofits with the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts needed to design, build, and fund their social ventures. Hello. Hey. So, I was like trying to figure. <laughs> so the reason it wouldn't let you in is because I'm in there trying to figure out what where did I put writer? And I'm looking at the title, the title, and I'm like, but it says writer. So where is writer? In right? the middle. And I'm in looking, looking, and I went to Facebook and I'm like, did I put something on Facebook? <laughs> So, like, when I go to the description of the room, I mean, yeah, thing, did, you, did you find it? I did. <laughs> and that's speech to text, right? Because I, uh-huh. I just said it, and then I just, I assumed that uh-huh. um, that Siri picked up everything I said. So, I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, the speech to text will get you into a Freudian slip situation <laughs> all the time. Right. Because it was like grand writers. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> That is too funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, we, we. Oh, wow, we're writing. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. We filmed that too, so I guess it's okay. No, no. <laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome. It is Holy Thursday if you were religious, but we are here. <laughs> um, should grant writers have relationship with funders? And this came about because I've been asked that question 20 million times, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I've also been asked, um, do I write the same grant for more than one client, right? So um, we're going to kind of explore some of that today. So if this is your first time catching us, my name is Tracy V. Allen. I'm the owner of TVA Consulting, where I help um, social and um, impact businesses to design, build, and fund their social ventures so they can live the lifestyles that they desire while impacting their communities. All right. I am Ty Boone. I'm owner of Ty Boone Enterprises. I work mostly with nonprofit organizations, helping them to move from startup and struggle to sustainability and success. And some of that requires that I write grant or that grants or that my team and I write grants, Tracy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, a, that's, we should make a list of million dollar questions, right? <laughs> like, like literally million dollar questions. Uh, 
a lot of folk who request grant writers will will have will actually make that a requirement, right? Like, do you mm -hmm. have? We need for you to have a relationship with the funder. First of all, I just work here. <laughs> well, no, I actually work for me. I don't work right. for you, right? That's yeah. kind of where it goes. And yeah. that's kind of, I think we have the same conversation with um, our potential or clients when it surrounds that. I work for Tyson <laughs> Enterprises or I work for TVA Consulting Group right. and not for XYZ. When you want that type of relationship, you need to hire a full-time grant right. writer who's only dedicated to your organization. <laughs> you know, my I own my own company. Oh, so wait. I cannot make, um, you can't pigeonhole me unless you're paying me a million dollars. Right? <laughs> you cannot pigeonhole me to um, create relationships with funders mm -hmm. on your behalf. That becomes mm -hmm. a conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I always say I work with you, not for you, right? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what the consultant does. The thing is, if there's a relationship at all, it should be between the organization or the business and the funder, not the consultant or, you know, it's, and relationships do matter, but it's not our job to be in there forming relationships. You know, right, like because you are a consultant. Mm -hmm. That means I'm here for a period of time. Mm -hmm. So when I leave, if I do create a relationship, that relationship leaves with me. Mm -hmm. It needs to be somebody who's employed and in, in, completely invested mm -hmm. in the success of that organization. Those are the people who should... Um, you know, develop those relationships. So like the ED, um, the fundraising director, maybe even the program director, right? Mm -hmm. The communications director, those are the people who should really, should develop those types of relationships, not your one-off grant writer. Right. And I mean, the, the grant writer's job is to develop the application, not to develop your organization, right? So if your organization has a relationship that that kind of bends in your favor, especially for foundation yeah. community grants. Um, that bends in your favor, but it's not the grant writer's responsibility um, to to do that. So you want to start getting out as EDs and program directors, or if you have a community investment person who works on your staff to get out and form these relationships. If relationships are going to be what you go on as far as trying to attract funding, I, I, so many I think Tracy people just kind of look at grant writers and consultants in the wrong light, thinking that it's our job to, to, to take them places they don't want to go themselves. <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. like, look, it's, it's not my, that ain't my job, right? It's your job to get out there and to build a relationship, to do the work, you know, cause it doesn't matter if it doesn't matter if you know a, a, a funder or not, if you haven't done the work and it doesn't show up, evidence in your grant application, you're not going to get the award. So you still have to go out there and do the work to build the organization and to create the relationships. Exactly. Um, hey, Twyla. Yeah. So you do have to go out and get those, um, those relationships. Like this morning, someone asked me, um, like I said, I do I apply for the same grant for more than one client? And I was like, absolutely. If I have other clients who this grant relates to, I would definitely go ahead and apply for it. I said, now, I said, the misconception is that because I'm applying for more than one client, that I am not going to 
we have individuality. I said, each person's business is different. Mm -hmm. So the way I, 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 I um, answer the grant questions is going to be different. There's no copy and paste. I don't have a template of answers that I just copy and paste into grant applications. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you even get clients that come with answers already. And I'm like, okay, great. You have these answers. It just gives me insight to your business. But I, when I go to actually fill out a grant application, I still have to take those answers and, um, um, restructure them based on the or the foundation or the state or whoever I'm applying for that grant for or contract, I still have to restructure that answer to make sure it's answering this question specifically the way the funder wants the question answered. Mm -hmm. So grant writing is not a copy and paste because I know you've had people too who have asked you, oh, um, can you give me the grant so I can just keep submitting it? That's mm -hmm. not how it works. Yeah, what if that, that, you know, and funders are different, like you said, uh, mm -hmm. they have different criteria, they, they're looking for different things, even going back to, um, are you writing several grants for using the same funder for several um, opportunities? Yeah, if you hire me, I, I got 15, <laughs> look, if you That's I, what I said, I'm like, all of them. Again, it goes back to that, right? <laughs> yeah, and mm -hmm. everybody's mission is different, everybody's evidence right. looks different, so what I'm submitting for one proposal does not look the same across proposals. And this exactly. is what I think people don't understand how, how involved grant writing really is. People really think it's copy and paste. People really think it's checking boxes, not understanding that grant reviewers see the individuality of organizations mm -hmm. in, in the grant making process. So what, what I'm submitting for organization A may look totally different from organization B, and it should because their service numbers are different, their budgets might be different, their program descriptions should be different. There's mm -hmm. going on with organization A that may not or may be going on with organization B, and they deliver it in different ways. Exactly. So depending on depending on the, the organization that's asking me to write, you know, I'm definitely, I'll, I'll write 50 of them if I got time. <laughs> If, if I got time and y'all paying, I'm, yeah, I was I'm just kind of really thrown off by that question this morning. And I understood where she was coming from because like we always talk about the different misconceptions that people have about grant writing. And like I said, people asking if you, you know, oh, can you give me the copy of the grant you submitted? Thinking that they can take that same grant and then uh -huh. keep resubmitting it all the time to different funders. Mm -hmm. But when that um, person asked me that question, I said, okay, we definitely have to talk about that in this mm -hmm. context today. Because mm -hmm. like I said, there's no copy and paste. I don't have a template. And these are the answers that I'm just gonna plug in. Mm -hmm. Every client is different. Like mm -hmm. you said, the client, the, the industry, it may be the same industry, but how that client approaches their business is gonna be different from you. Yours, the service numbers are gonna be different. Their um, mission is going to be different. So mm -hmm. everything is gonna be different. So every time I look at the application, I'm looking at the application with mm -hmm. new eyes, even though I've applied for 10 or 20 of them already. And you know that one grant, you know, sometimes I talk about creating master grant applications and things, but that mm -hmm. one grant can be dangerous. Yes. Right? It could be, especially if you're not an experienced grant writer and you're trying to plug in stuff that doesn't even fit. Mm -hmm. And so reading your proposal, like, what in the world is this? Like, like what, right. what are they talking about? This is not even our thing. This is not even what we're going after. And so many people pay tons of money. I've I kid you not, Tracy, a couple years ago, someone came to me and they showed me a master grants application that somebody had written for them. They paid several thousand dollars to have this thing written, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, the problem with that was it didn't even represent their organization, right? Oh, no. Look at this thing. And I'm like, these numbers, this budget, this is not yours. Because you, there's no way you're doing this stuff that's in this application, right? Mm -hmm. Whoever wrote the grant, you know, grant writers are creative. And it was a really good grant had it been representative of, of their organization, right? Mm -hmm. um, sometimes when you get into these situations where people are saying, well, I'm going to write a, a master grant application for you, they fill it with hypotheticals and projections. Yes. Yeah, and projections don't necessarily represent your organization. So when you're well, going, I hope it would not because your organization <laughs> is supposed to be a living, breathing entity right. that is constantly <laughs> changing. So everything in that master grant application will mm -hmm. change over time. Will change, and they're doing this upfront, like they're getting started, and they go right to somebody create a master grants application for me. You haven't even served yet, right? So we you have a master grant template, but there should be no master grant application. What I tell um, you, because it doesn't work. It does not work, right? And so when she came to me with this with this application, I'm like, "Er, did you really like pay somebody a couple thousand? And she's like, yeah. And then I didn't. And I, I'm, I'm trying to apply for grants and I'm not getting the grants because you have no proof. Because right. this is not even you. Like, what is what is this? And experienced um, grant reviewers can tell that. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people, I've, we've been, you and I both have been on both ends of the spectrum where we've written grants and we've reviewed grants. Mm -hmm. And when you read those grant applications, you can tell whether the person just plugged and played mm -hmm. or if they really took the time to look at their service numbers and look mm -hmm. at their organization and the community and mm -hmm. then create a response based on the question that was actually asked. Mm -hmm. And nothing is, you know, lining up. I always talk about, I always talk about creating a straight line through the application where mm -hmm. your mission, your description, your evaluation, your budget, and your proof should all be a straight line. Like everything should be interconnected. So when mm -hmm. you're copying and pasting stuff and you're into the random applications, it's like, what, where do they pull this from? Like what rabbit hat did they pull this out of? Because right. this because this doesn't make sense in this application. So you talk yourself way on out of the application. But going back to whether or not writers should have relationships, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it one more time that that's not our job. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't my job. To yeah, we cannot ask unless again the writer works for you. Right. not is contracted by you. There's a difference. So if this writer um, works for you, they're a W-2 employee, and this is what they're hired to do, that is different. But if you're hiring a consultant, a consultant's job is not to create those relationships for you or have those relationships because that consultant has several other clients who are probably in the same industry as yours mm -hmm. and it'll become a conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. And it, get, it get, gets crazier even with fundraising and stuff, Tracy. It gets, yeah, that's who I've been asked. Uh -huh. I guess we could talk about that in another, um, another segment, yep. but definitely about fundraising as well. Yeah. So that's it for me. That's all I got. Short okay. answer. <laughs> uh, Twyla, do you have any questions? You can raise your hand and come to the stage if you do. If not, we're going to just close out. Nope. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Bye, y'all. Bye.
Okay, change agents. Thank you for joining me today. And remember, there's someone in your community that is waiting for the programs and services that you provide. And it is your responsibility to make sure you get it right. Until next time, have a great day.